Welcome to WeChat Divorce, hosted by Karen Chalou, legal liaison, and Catherine Shanahan, CDFA. Each episode, we sit down with divorce professionals and industry experts to provide insights and frank discussions about real people, real situations, and real divorce to help you achieve your best life post-divorce. This episode of WeChat Divorce is brought to you by My Divorce Solution, helping you secure your worth and protect your wealth in divorce. Welcome to WeChat Divorce, brought to you by My Divorce Solution and hosted by myself, Karen Chalou, Legal Liaison, and Katherine Shanahan, CDFA. On these special explainer episodes, we answer the top questions about divorce, giving you clarity and confidence as you navigate the divorce process. Thanks for joining us today as we talk about credit card debt and divorce. We will answer your questions, including, am I responsible for my spouse's debt in divorce? How is credit card debt split in divorce? How is community debt divided in divorce? And who can help with that? We'll cover all that and more today. When we wrap up, you'll feel confident that these tips and the importance of covering all the details. Now let's get to it. So Catherine, we hear these questions all the time. Number one, am I responsible for my spouse's debt in divorce? <laughs> this is a fun topic, right? Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're completely stressed out because you're getting these bills and then you're thinking divorce and now I'm going to take these bills with me. It's really a big question and a big concern. A lot of things that need to be considered. And the first thing is, what is your date of separation? What's that date where all the assets and debt are going to be divided? Because yes, you are responsible for your spouse's debt if it occurred during your marriage. And the only thing I see, you know, Karen, a couple of cases where a spouse may have a gambling problem or pornography problem, or they're doing something that's causing them the dissipation of assets. And I have seen attorneys argue both sides of that, that it becomes a marital debt or, or not. So it is good to keep track of any kind of dissipation of assets that you weren't aware of. And why would it be your responsibility, right? Yeah. And what about when a spouse takes the position that, well, I'm incurring this debt to pay the household expenses, sometimes while depositing their own income in a separate account? That's something we see a lot. And that's where you want to have that reconciled. A lot of people use their credit card to pay expenses. So that's legit. But they also have the money that they put into an account, their checking account to then pay that credit card. So if you're using or your spouse is using that credit card to pay your bills and they're just accumulating the assets in a separate account in their own name, well, that's not really fair and equitable. So as long as those payments are coming to make the credit card account go down, then you're okay. But it's just a matter of what was the precedent set up. And if there's a change in that or change in activity then you need to mark that down. I agree. And that all goes back to being prepared and have a system of tracking what's joint expenses, what's separate expenses, and having really good conversations and knowledge about that, because that will get you far. Um, a lot of people say, I'm going to talk to the judge about it. Well, you're probably not going to talk to the judge about it. It's probably going to be in the negotiation phase. So having the supporting information and documentation is important, right? Well, you know, you bring up a really good point about the negotiation phase because everything's negotiable in life, right? So if you have a large credit card debt, and let's say you're the spender, you went and bought all your stuff because you were pissed off at your spouse and you're getting a divorce and you're like, your friends are telling you, go buy this, go buy that. And sometimes that is a good idea, but sometimes it's not. Because if it's a debt that you'll be responsible for, you have to be careful. However, if you're in the negotiation stage and your spouse really wants out or really wants to negotiate, 
use that as part of your negotiations. I'll agree to this if you agree to pay this debt. So that's why we really always like to caution those one-off negotiations where people are doing premature negotiations without considering your overall total negotiation. And that could be from support to any kind of equitable distribution, whether it's your assets or your debts. So be careful because if you are even the spouse who is buying things, that could end up being a separate property for you as well, dissipation of assets for you as well. So don't always take somebody else's advice on what they think you should do moving forward. Yeah. And so I think you can speak to this too. If it's a joint credit card, when to leave your name on and when to take your name off and when it's a time to get a separate credit card for that separate debt you may be incurring so that you don't get caught up on the hamster wheel about whose debt is whose. Yeah. So first of all, you should have a credit card in your own name. That's for your own protection because gosh, Karen, how many times have we have seen spouses who turn off a credit card for somebody if they're not the primary credit card holder and you will need access to money and it might be money that's a debt. So make sure you do have a credit card in your own name. And if you have a joint credit card, make sure you're clear on what you're spending for your kids, what you're spending for yourself and what your spouse is spending. And I, I always say use different color highlighters. So of course I like pink. So anything for myself, I would put pink, anything for the kids, I might put green, anything for my spouse, I would put blue, right? It'll help you monitor. And who knows, there's lots of red flags that occur different accounts that show up sometimes on a credit card that you never were familiar with. Absolutely. And running a credit report is probably the first step to identify where you have exposure to that joint debt or not during the pendency of, of a divorce. It's true. So it's interesting. I, I can remember probably nine years after my divorce, I got a credit report and I said, oh, my old credit card was still on there. I still had credit card privileges and he never knew. I actually texted him and said, by the way, you never took my name off. I could have been spending money on that account, which I never did. So I reached out to him to get me off of it because I didn't want that debt outstanding over my, on my report. But yes, you will find crazy stuff on your credit report and you want to make sure that your agreement protects that. Absolutely. And you but, need to know that information, Catherine. And I know do. you can talk about this too, because you certainly don't want to be paying an attorney to fight a battle of who, you know, was this a separate expense? Oh, I bought shoes. Is that a joint expense or is that a separate expense? You don't want to spend money litigating those issues. Especially when it comes to the kids, that's like a big gray area. You know, what does child support cover? So you'll have one spouse saying, well, I, I just charge clothes for my kids. I charge this for the kids. The kids need to go here. So how do you keep track of that? And do you really want an attorney doing that bookkeeping for you? No, absolutely not. But if or you worse could, yet, a forensic. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You don't need a forensic accountant to do basic bookkeeping. But if you keep track of that, you'll be more aware. And of course, it'll go back to our budgeting. But it opens the opportunity to maybe have a real discussion with your spouse. And the spouse can actually see the expenditures on the credit card. So you're not making it up. There it is. It's all highlighted in your green for your children. And let them argue whether or not you should have spent that or not and who is responsible for that before you just keep bringing up these charges because it could end up that you are responsible for half of that and what a blind side that'll be to you. So be careful about what you're actually spending on that credit card. And be careful to close a credit card because, you know, closing credit cards are dings against your credit report. So you could bring your balance down, just don't close it. Yeah, I think we had a really great podcast on that. 
Uh, oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what, though? It also reminds me about credit cards. You know, we have a lot of people that come and they say, oh, I'm getting a bonus. I'm going to pay off the credit card debt. No, no, no. Stop. Because if it's a marital debt, why are you taking non-marital monies possibly to pay off a debt that you're only responsible for half of it? And who knows, if you negotiate down from there, you may owe less than half of it. Uh, so really be mindful of what you're doing with your assets and your debts during the divorce process. Absolutely. It's difficult. It can be overwhelming. But just start to break down the steps using the tool that you just said about highlighting it in different colors. That's, that's great. And that gets you started. Take it one step at a time. And we want you to know you're going to be okay. So this wraps up our explainer on credit card debt and divorce. For more information on this topic, head on over to www.mydivorcesolution.com. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you're looking for more support and guidance for navigating the divorce process with confidence and clarity, head on over to our website at mydivorcesolution.com for more podcast episodes, divorce events, and tools for your journey ahead. We'll see you back here on our next episode. P.S. This video is intended for general information purposes only and should not be construed as financial or legal advice. If you're getting divorced, make sure you have a financial plan in place. My Divorce Solutions Divorce Financial Planning can help you understand your settlement options, negotiate your marital assets, and protect your wealth during this difficult time. Our certified divorce experts will help you analyze your finances and create a personalized financial plan that's right for you. Visit MyDivorceSolution.com to apply to work with our financial divorce experts. That's MyDivorceSolution.com. Thanks for joining us on another episode of WeChat Divorce. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you are looking for more support for navigating divorce with confidence and clarity, head over to MyDivorceSolution.com for more podcast episodes, divorce events, and resources for your divorce. We'll see you back here for our next episode.